Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Devin. I'm Cody Craig. And we're back here for another week of Scary Boy Hours, I guess. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, I love that description. <laughs> let's roll with that one. Welcome to Scary Boy Hours. Yeah, and let's write it without confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, oh, shit. What? <laughs> and I say hours because sometimes we're less than an hour. Sometimes we're more than an hour. Sometimes we're exactly an hour. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you never know. This one mm-hmm. could be a special four hour episode. You never where know. We just never stop. We never uh, stop. We never edit. <laughs> People just keep listening and listening. I do notice that there's someone terrified at the idea of that. Yeah, well, it's it's all about quantity, <laughs> quantity. Well, someone that might disagree with this what? statement oh, what? is our guest today. We got actor, improviser, comedian. We got Adam Coley here. Hi, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So you're afraid of uh, quantity, I see. Uh, just when I'm involved. involved. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. He he would love to, I'm, <laughs> and I don't want to speak for you, but I'd love. I think that you would say uh, that you would love to um, hear about us doing something like that, but don't mm-hmm. want to be a part of it or listen to it. I don't even know if I want to hear about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I overstepped. Yeah, yeah. Less is more, I guess, right? Well, tune in next week for our uh, 32nd edition of Spooked. <laughs> well, uh, Adam, it's been a long time since you've uh, been on the podcast. Or, I mean, I, I think you were on like kind of recently, but this is the first time that you've been on as the solo guest. Mm. This is yes. your own special episode. See, now this I like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. And I was watching uh, recently the uh, new season of Working Moms, which you're in. You And I might be going insane, but do you play two different characters on this show? On which show? On Working Moms? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I play a, uh, a real estate agent in season one named Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in, I was a writer on season three and happened to be, uh, I was told it's like, oh, this will be played by Adam. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And then I had to audition for my own part that I wrote <laughs> and, uh, and then I played a, Yeah. A, uh, an airline executive for seasons three and four. Wow. <laughs> Were you also named Adam? No, Aiden. Aiden. They really changed it up. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I I was watching that and like you coming back in for those episodes and I was just so confused because I was like, I'm confident that I and like I, I watched it when as it's been coming out. Right. So like it's been a while since I saw the first season, but I was so confident that you were a rival real estate agent. And I just did, <laughs> thought I w- might have been dreaming it. I was like, is this happening? What's going on here? <laughs> it was like, um, did you guys ever watch Deadwood? Yes. 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 The, the guy who shoots Wild Bill, he just comes back in like season four as a different character. <laughs> yeah. It's the same yeah. actor. I didn't. I, yeah, I remember seeing that at the time and I remember being weirded out by it. I mean, they do that sometimes. I feel like in streaming, it's a lot harder to do that without it being very, very obvious, though. That's, yeah. I think that's the one issue. Yeah. When like you just didn't see TV after it came out. Mm-hmm. Just be like yeah. if you missed an episode, like you just never see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, great job with uh, both characters. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank and, you. And let's go, since we're all Canadian here, let's go for the hat trick and have you coming in as a third. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I See, I like to think that when they recast or they have someone play a different character, it it's still the same character in the world, but then there was some circumstance where they had to change their name and their identity, and then they moved on. Right. I like to think of like they have an interest. But I like the idea that they didn't move on too far. No, no, they moved on like down the street. (laughs) Yeah. They still interact with the same people. They still have their family and like work life here, though. They're not going to give up everything. Right. No. No. Yeah. And I mean, especially for like that character, it doesn't seem like it's out of the realm of possibility to like keep the same name and be like, oh, he stopped being a real estate agent and moved on to this. Like it, yeah. <laughs> but the idea that he even had to change, like it's like you're the same age, you had the same haircut. 
it's just change jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's very normal. People change jobs all the time. Yeah. Let, yeah. let the man change a job. I mean, if you every time you changed a job, you had to change your name. That'd be a pretty wild <laughs> world we'd live in. <laughs> uh, that would suck. That would suck. You'd have to get new ID every, you know, however often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, um, Adam, you're also on the uh, same network as us, uh, the mm-hmm. Sonar Network. You got the mm-hmm. Backline podcast, as yeah. well as live from the center, too. Um, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real throwback. I I mean, I was, uh, a lot of people might not know that are fans of that podcast, which it's an amazing podcast, um, but I was almost outside of the window watching you guys, but not being able to hear it that entire time. Did you say almost? I was I was almost there for all of them. Oh, I feel. okay, for all. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> almost there for all of them. Uh, Did why? you know I was lingering? <laughs> I don't. Where Where were you? Why were you? What was happening? <laughs> well, because I was doing the behind the scenes of uh, Sonar at the time, and I was just oh. on my laptop because I was in that in and out of the studio all mm-hmm. the time. He was just uh, in there sucking back mojitos. I, for- I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very forgettable. <laughs> uh, it was years it, ago, but I, I forgot. Yeah, it's funny how important it was for me. Uh, but oh, no. <laughs> no. well, I mean, like when you're in a different room, like not interacting with them necessarily, yeah. and they're not part of the show, it is very easy to kind of like not really track you there, right? <laughs> well, you referenced earlier the uh, time I was at your house in the bathroom with you, uh, and you were in yeah. the bathtub. Mm-hmm. It's like that I remember. Yeah. I did not forget that. Yeah, yeah. I can't I'll imagine never anyone that. would. Yeah. Did you tell him beforehand that you were going to be in the bathtub, or did? Um, I did. I I didn't reveal any information. I said I didn't even say that I would. They would take place in the bathroom. Was it just like the front door was unlocked and there was a little note that says "Come to the bathroom"? <laughs> yeah, and I was already ready. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'd say it worked out really well. Mm, yeah. we, we had we had quite a lovely time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm really yeah. glad to hear that. <laughs> One of those things that could go either way. So the mm-hmm. fact that it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the back line here because uh you do it with Rob, who you've been on the podcast with uh before. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys are legendary improvisers, uh nice. traveling the world, teaching improv. Yeah. And this podcast is hitting the world, teaching improv, as you're I uh, recall, you're popular in many different countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's very cool. Like um, uh, we've been to Mexico, Australia, uh, the Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, uh, Latvia, uh, all over the States and Canada. And it's like you meet people wow. and there's so many of these small improv communities especially in Europe where they don't have anyone to teach them. Mm-hmm. And so they'll just be like, you, we would put your, the phone on a chair in the center of the room and the improv team would just sit around in chairs and just listen because that was the only access to teaching they had. Yeah. Wow. So it was great. It's, it's really cool to be able to just see the world and then perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people are like, Oh, we, your podcast really helped us. We're like, great. A little bonus. Nice. And, and it is like, a perfect tool, especially with what you were already doing before that. But it, it really does translate so well to the podcast form, mm-hmm. I think, with the teaching. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it's we kind of ripped off another podcast, um, a podcast called Script Notes. And it's just two people talking about scripts and Mm -hmm. like every week they'll have a topic and they just give free lectures and we were like this is what we do anyway like if we go hang out we just talk improv because we like it Mm -hmm. and so we were like well what if we recorded it and the first one we did like look at your like your setup i'm like we've got a setup now the first one we did was a uh, snowball microphone on a table at the basement of the second city training center in the most echoey room possible yep and uh we put it out there we had no idea what to do and now rob like does podcasts professionally and um and we just have a way better setup but um our first like what hundred was in front of a a yeti microphone too and a i I think the first time that you were on adam we were we were all surrounded 
we didn't know what to do. No, yeah. So it's no, like, no. I guess this is a podcast. This is yeah. great. It's what we could afford. Yeah. I, I would say that uh, this group right now is groundbreaking for podcasters <laughs> in all of Canada. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's right. Well, you know, so you've listened to the show before. You've been on the show before. What's the number one tip you can give us, Boza? <laughs> In terms of improv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we really need it. So uh, I would I would see if you guys could uh, die mm. oh, and yeah. then be reborn as right. better improvisers. Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> it would help. And I we, mean, it would be good for the show. Yeah, we would yeah. be paranormal. I mean, it mm. wouldn't be that long. Right. You don't have to die for long, but you, whenever okay. you come back, just more improv talent, I think, is right. the number one <laughs> thing I would give. Like come back to life or like come back to the, the living plane as something else? Like, no, does you it can matter? come back as yourself. Okay, good, because I don't believe yeah. in the ghosty stuff. So <laughs> You don't? No. What? That's a little spoily. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Damien's a skeptic. I heavily yeah. believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. um, and that brings us to what we need to ask you now, Adam. Yeah. Which side are you taking? Do you believe in ghosts? I mean, realistically, I don't. But I like the idea of ghosts. Right. I want ghosts to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Like I cheer for the idea of it and like seeing one interacting with one would be great. But if you if I'm just black or white it's like no yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm always curious why why would you cheer for the idea of ghosts i'm just like why would you just, want them to be real i think it's just um it opens up possibilities mm. like the idea of prayer or like um someone you've lost like there's a chance that you could speak to them right like right. that like that opens up interesting possibilities mm-hmm Okay. Yeah. And then, and then for the afterlife yourself, you're like, am I afraid of dying? I don't know. I can show up and slam some closet doors on people and make them scared. That sounds horrible. I'd rather just be dead. <laughs> no, uh, you're you're living life, but you don't have to worry about. This is the fantasy of it. You don't have to worry about jobs. You don't have to worry about yeah. money. You're just in yeah. a house, and just messing with people but look at it this way okay so over the last few years we've spent uh quite a lot of time just locked in the house unable to do anything right mm -hmm. and uh those that got really boring and really shitty really fast sometimes <laughs> so can you imagine having to do that for eternity you can't go anywhere you can't do anything you can't buy anything you just live there you have to do the same stupid things and well, listen eternity, to the same people. you never mentioned well, I mean, as long as however long you're going to be there for, There's right? There's got to be some sort of crossover, like when you're ready or not necessarily. We don't know. We don't know the rules of this ghost world, right? Like you could That's be there for saying. all time. Well, I mean, first of all, you're not going to stay in one house. You should be able to fly and you should be able to like <laughs> travel, like, like um, teleport. Okay. Well, like... if, you, if you can, if you can be a, a teleporting ghost, just like bopping around the world, uh, yeah. closing cabinets all over the countries. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. You with have that. to spook like one person a month. Like yeah. that's the deal. You go to China. You you close the door. You go to uh, yeah. I don't know Latvia. You close the door. You go to Australia. You close the door. Are you oh you're just going to all of the places where Adam teaches. Yeah, and closing the doors. <laughs> this improv workshop is really loud. Closing <laughs> closing all the doors that he had opened up for the people there. Right. So there you go. Yeah, there taking away go. the opportunities, saying, "Listen, guys, it's not really going to work out." <laughs> Uh, but Adam, have you ever been so excited about an upcoming release of a TV show or movie that you think to yourself, I hope I don't die before this comes out? What? Uh, <laughs> what? Like, you know how when you listen to a question, like you start to formulate like your thoughts as you get more information. I yep. kept having to switch what thoughts were being formulated based on like, wait, what? <laughs> I was more Wait, trying to what? figure out where he was going with this. Like, is there something specific that you're searching for? Because that's what it feels like. I'm not searching for anything, but I was thinking about what I would fear about, you know, what would be good about being a ghost, because maybe mm. you could see these Why things. Why couldn't on... you watch the show as a ghost? Well, that's what I'm saying. That would be good. But if you just <laughs> die and you're not a ghost, oh, right, then yeah, you never yeah. get to see it. I but was you... very excited about the right. Book of Boba Fett. Mm. And than I wasn't when I saw it. <laughs> but that's the last show that I was very excited about. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I didn't die. I'm glad I saw it. But um, better to know. The, yeah, you should. But I think it's a good uh, it's a good thing to think about when a new show's coming out. Right. Just be extra careful. Yeah. But conversely, (laughs) if you had died and then you came back as a ghost and then you saw it and then you were underwhelmed by it, would you be disappointed that you're now a ghost? No, because I could be watching it in Latvia. I could be in China. I could be slamming doors on the Rio Canal. (laughs) (laughs) I I just remember having um, and not like ruining my life over stress, but just stressing a little bit in between those two final Avengers movies <laughs> of like, I might die. Yeah, I might die. Here. What? <laughs> so they, something I love, I love movie trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could watch movie trailers all night. And uh, I agree. one of my favorite movie experiences ever was seeing Endgame. And I've gone and watched like movie theater reactions to the final scene (laughs) and it gets me so pumped (laughs) and uh my wife is really into rupaul's drag race and she sent me a video because i've showed her that fucking theater video a million times (laughs) and she sent me a video of a bar in la watching rupaul's drag race and it was like the same thing Mm -hmm. but just for a different context and one of these queens (laughs) was walking down the runway and tripped and everyone was like oh, and the whole bar gasped and was like, oh no oh shit and then she gets up and it's this huge reveal that like her wig came off and she did it on purpose and then the crowd went nuts and they like you know the phone was going everywhere it was like it was like when captain america picked up thor's hammer <laughs> anyway i like that stuff (laughs) yeah like that's incredible i actually when i saw the second half of um endgame and i don't remember if you were there or not Mm. uh but there was someone sitting behind us that hadn't seen any of them and this is like part two. <laughs> oh, i think i do remember that yeah and they were they were like who's that and they're like that's that's black widow like but who's that character that's vision you know like <laughs> it was every single character like, why, like, why would you why go, would you go? Uh, that's what i did you ever see the uh seinfeld where uh george is uh He's unemployed and he he should be working, but he's not. And Jerry's like, uh, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching uh, Home Alone. He goes, I thought you saw that already. It's like, no, no, no. I saw Home Alone too. But you hated it. Because yeah, I didn't see the first one. I was lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I... Um, to go back to uh, the spookiness here. Um, have... <laughs> I'm right. I forgot. Yeah, I almost, <laughs> I almost forgot myself. Um, so... Have you ever had a paranormal experience or like something that resembled it when you were young? Yeah, um, I think. Uh, I mean, one was Santa, where I was like, I'm sure I see this through the blinds, like you couldn't see it straight on, but I was sure I saw a hovering sleigh and reindeer, like sure of it. Oh. <laughs> so that's something. Um, and you still believe in Santa to this day? Still. <laughs> Why oh, would you? No, 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 no. Let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, other paranormal experiences. Um, I guess one that I that stopped being paranormal quite quickly. But I was uh, there was a babysitter over and. Um, I don't know, there was some disagreement of what to watch with my brother. And like, so my brother was downstairs, I was upstairs on the middle floor and my babysitter was downstairs. And I was kind of like, I'm gonna watch up here. And then I heard, boom, a door slammed shut. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I froze, I was like six or something. And then another door slammed. And then it goes slam, 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 slam. And I knew the only people in the house were downstairs in the basement. And I was like, I have to go get the babysitter, but I don't know what, like I'm paralyzed. And I started screaming and the babysitter ran up and I was like, and then he got scared. And I was like, he was a teenager. Like he's a, (laughs) he's a man. And he was like, hello. And I was like, oh my God. 
and then it was just the wind. We had opened up, I guess it was like in the summer and it was yeah. like hot, humid Toronto night. We opened up all the wind or all the windows and then all the doors just kept slamming. But yeah. that for a minute, for a couple minutes, quite paranormal. <laughs> I've I've definitely had that before. Those sudden gusts just like bam, slamming that door closed. I mean, and it's so funny because like, why would a burglar slam the door? <laughs> and a home invader would be like, quiet. They're really trying yeah. to not do that stuff. I guess if they're trying to make you think they're a ghost. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. See, if you're ever going to invade someone's home, That's first thing right. you do now, slam that door. That's yep. right. You got to scare them a little. <laughs> and you go, Ooh. I mean, if a burglar does come in and start slamming, though, and they are doing this, they're sending a message. I mean, that is a pretty like alpha <laughs> yeah. move right there. Yeah, like that is not a burglar I want to mess with. <laughs> so steal what you want. Take it. But it, it is it is a message that could also be interpreted as ready or not. <laughs> here <laughs> I come. Oh, no. It takes I, me like I, 10 seconds to run. Yay, yay. Either way, get out of there. They yeah. will not be foiled by this. Yeah. This is the, the general message. If you hear a door slam, take caution. The only <laughs> thing he's trying to burgle is my life in that situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, on that note, we got a story to tell. We Great. all drew positions beforehand. Adam, do you want to reveal what you drew? I drew the celebrity. Ah. So with that, I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to deliver you four options, and you have to appear as one of these celebrities at some point during the story. Ah, so not the whole time. No, they just must okay. appear. As much or as okay. little as you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so your options are <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. Okay. Nicolas Cage. Okay. James Madison. Who's J? Oh. Who's James Madison? He was a U.S. From president. Sonic? <laughs> no, U.S. president. I think he was. I think he was the president, oh. right? Do we call politician celebrities? Fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you don't think he is, then you're not going to think this last for, one. Is. For your uh, living in L.A., for your American <laughs> citizenship test, did they say James Madison? You're like, oh, yeah, Sonic. And they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs> is that James Marsden or something? <laughs> yeah, James Marsden. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one is augustus whoa okay you got to, it really wants you to be nicholas cage <laughs> i like that it's probably nicholas cage's app yeah He's like everyone needs to be me we can't get my word out there that's true <laughs> i mean he'll do anything for a paycheck now so fair fair mm -hmm. i mean who wouldn't though it's turned around completely to for him, though. I will say this, that Nicolas Cage, at one point when he was doing when everyone was like, he's doing everything for a paycheck. It was like all of the like knowing and like Wicker Man and all these bad movies. But now it's turned around where people got word of that, I guess. I'm guessing. And they were like, we're indie filmmakers that put our heart and soul into this script. Yeah, I know we can get Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's great. Well, we may see Nicholas Cage, but we also may see Augustus. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. And it's James Marsden, he's a nice guy too. <laughs> um, and I drew the swing, which means that Damien, you drew the narrator. So for that, we're gonna go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. Let's do location workshop. So spooky workshop all right mm -hmm. all right with uh maybe augustus maybe nicholas cage maybe maybe james madison who knows right this episode of spooked is brought to you by better help visit betterhelp.com slash spooked s-p-o-o-k-e-d to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. 
you know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and Mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. It was a bright Thursday afternoon. Michael was sitting alone in his workshop, working away at one of his latest creations. Yes, Michael was an inventor, a very smart man who'd spent his years tinkering over the smallest devices to create the most fascinating and amazing things that he could think of creating. Yes, this would be his best invention yet, but something was eluding him. He just couldn't quite get it right okay got this apple peeler people are going to be pretty excited about this and uh fuck it just doesn't peel an apple looking to peel an apple are you well yeah and i got an i got an apple peeler i've created it Patton. don't 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 you even think i see the look on your face just stop Uh, writing it down stop writing apple peeler down Hey, apple peeler seems like a great way to peel an apple. But what if mm-hmm. you have no apples? Oh, Michael had never thought about this before. No apples. What a crazy world he would have to live in and not have apples. Everyone had apples. This was apple country, for God's sakes. What was this guy talking about? Better yet, who was this guy talking to him? Okay, do you have some kind of insider information here that's saying that apples are going to be extinct or? Shut the blinds. Okay, Michael got up and closed the blinds. The room was Close the curtains. Oh, yeah, he got back up and closed the curtains too. I, uh, I have a plan. My name's James Marsden. I see Sonic. you want to sell apple peelers. Well, I tell you what. What say you and I annex all of these apple orchards in town and we start charging? You want an apple? Better buy a peeler. All of a sudden, we're all wet and juicy. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the perfect kind of team up. If you have the resources, I, I, I could work harder on this peeler and it could be ready in time. Well, seems like we both have a challenge on our hands, don't we? Yeah. James Marsden never backs down from a challenge. You can open up those blinds now. Okay. Oh, Michael got up and opened the blinds. Okay. And the curtains. He oh. got back up and opened the curtains <laughs> as well. Of course. Yes. Yeah, Sunshine. Yes. So, we're going to see if you can fix that peeler, and we're going to see if I can claim those apples. Okay. And so James pat Michael on the head and went out the back door. 
making sure to grab a couple of apples on his way out. Michael knew that he had to get this peeler working before James came back, came back. Otherwise, you know, he'd really be letting the guy down. (laughs) Hey, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to remind you that if you don't get the peeler done, I'm going to kill you. Oh, what? No. (laughs) no. And back out the door he was. Michael sat there. Kill him? He can't die because of this apple peeler. He's got to get it done. He's got to put on his thinking glasses and get this invention invented. Post haste. He took my last two apples. I don't even have any apples to test anymore. All of a sudden, there was a knock at the door. Hey! (laughs) You're back already? No, it's me! Oh, sorry. I left the blinds closed on this part. It's Nicolas Cage! Oh, fuck. (laughs) Michael was clearly not happy to see him. This wasn't the first time that Nicolas Cage had busted into his uh, invention shop. You got an idea. Every week for work. I'm looking for work and I've decided after watching Boba Fett, I'm going to become a bounty hunter, a security guard, someone kind of muscled. I need a job. This could be a movie, too. You got anything for me? Every week you come in here saying, I'm looking for a job. I need a job. And you always come with these ideas. And I tell you, I'm an inventor. Okay. The employment center is beside us. They are the neighbors. I can't help you with anything. I can't invent a job for you. No, they said the same thing. They are inventors. I went to the unemployment office and they said they're inventors. They said the neighbor, you, you're the unemployment office. Okay, they're trying to pawn you off on me, I'm assuming. Uh, Listen, I do have a bit of a task for you. Anything. Well, I need some apples because I have to peel them. So if you could run to the store for me, that would be appreciated. I would pay you, I don't know, bid on a price. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so Nicholas Cage ran out the door to go to the store to buy some apples for Michael. Michael sat down relieved to finally be rid of the guy and hopefully to have him come back with some shiny new apples to test out his invention. He sat down to tinkering once again, getting his little glasses out and his tiny tools so he could get those fine gears and springs all tight and interlocked together. Yep. Basically the same space it was before. Just sharpen it, I guess. Hey, buddy, down here. What? Down here. Uh, Behind the lamp. Oh, God, you're small. I know. (laughs) Come on down here. I want to tell you something. Listen, I've been watching this whole time. I saw what's going on. I saw you talking to that guy who wants you to invent the thing or he'll kills you. I saw the guy come in. If you saying saw he was that for a job. Then why didn't you report that to the police? You seen how big I am? You think they're going to believe me? The police don't <laughs> trust anybody under three feet tall. I don't think that's law. And I'm barely as tall as a lamp. It's true. You did hide behind that very well. That's right. I've got these uh, big, wide hips and a very narrow shoulders. What happened to you? This is just how I was born. Oh, well, I apologize. Yeah. You know, like when you have like a water balloon and it's filling up and then the bottom gets all full, but the top is really like kind of stretched out. That's what happened when I came out of my mama. I knew I know exactly what you mean. And it pissed me off even thinking about it. Yeah, that's what happened. Listen. I I heard what happened and I understand what's going on. I know that you have some troubles here and I think I might be able to help. You think you can help with the peeler? Listen, I know a few guys back in, you know, back in the day who sharpened a few things here and there, you know, they peeled a few fruits. Well, hell, anything to get us out of this workshop, I'll take at this point. If you want to take this peeler to those guys you coming with me. I can wait here. Okay, I guess I'll go all by myself then. I'll take care of your problem. Yeah, what's in it for me? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Bid on a price. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I saw what you do. You tricked Nicolas Cage with that. You ain't going to trick me with it. I didn't trick him. He just said he'll do it. I want $45. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, no one else is bidding. You can just have it. Shit, I should have asked for more money. Well, okay. Well, I want the money up front. Yeah, here you go. 
God damn it. Damn, I should have asked for more money. Listen, I know that I'm an inventor with no successful products, but I can come across forty five dollars. Okay, well, I don't know. You seem pretty destitute and desperate. All you got here is blinds, curtains and a little workshop table, everything. And this lamp that I hid behind. Uh, How many other inventors do you know with curtains? Uh, Quite a few, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're going to anyway here. here, Here's my number. Call me if you got any problems and I'll call you. If I got any problems, okay? uh, I, 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 I can't afford my phone plan. You can't afford a phone plan. No. In today's day and age. Well, I was going to pay it with forty five dollars. <laughs> so I couldn't have asked for more than forty five dollars. Is what you're saying? That, That's all you had was forty five dollars. I was bluffing. I wanted to seem like a big deal. In Listen, front of you. I mean, this better work out because you won't be able to pay Nick Cage when he comes back. But he didn't ask for anything. Okay, I guess that's true. Anyway, I'm going to go get these sharpened up. You get back to inventing. Because listen, if you mess this up and you don't get this thing invented, you're going to die. I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you what what I overheard. Listen, I I was I'm going to be hiding behind the lamp while it happens. I don't care. I know the stakes. I am terrified. I'm asking you to help me. Okay, okay, okay. I'll be I'll be back in a little bit. All right. All right. Go. All right. I'm gone. We cut to the grocery store where Nicolas Cage is running down the aisles looking for apples. He's knocking cereal boxes off the shelves. He's throwing bags of flour across the across the room. Hey, you, Grandma, where's the apples? I'm just just down. Get out of my way. Oh, hey, you, baby, where's the apples? I'm chucking you out of here. Hey, can of beans. Where are the apples? Aisle two. What? They're on aisle two. Produce. Oh my God, this is incredible. They put the apples on aisle two. Thanks, Beans. No problem. Have a good one, Mr. Cage. See ya. Hey, apples. Look, I don't know if you uh, want this, but uh, you're coming with me. So many different flavors, huh? Of the apples. Different kinds. Fuck are you talking to me for? Oh, sorry, I'm the manager of this place, eh? Oh, hey, do you have any job openings? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we do have a part-time cash position. Can I be the ca- uh, the, the cash g- g- guy? Come on. <laughs> if that's Is what it- you want to do, like, I do recognize you, Nicholas Cage. Like, don't, I'll do I- it. The manager threw an apron on Nicolas Cage and brought him over to cash number six. He said he got him all set up and ready to go. I'm glad that you were exactly free all day today and could do this. And tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Too. Perfect. I mean, yeah. you are part time, though. So two days a week is probably the max we can do. What? Well, what? what? I, I did say a part time cash position. I hope that's okay. I mean, you pay me part time, but I'm always full time. <laughs> you drive a hell of a bargain. Okay, you're you're full time, but I'll pay you part time. I'll do it for free. <laughs> you got it, Mel. Oh yeah. You hey, uh, I want you to know that you made a grocery store manager extremely happy today. So you could take that to the bank. Where is he? Does he have a job for me? No, it's me. I oh, it's I already gave you a, a job. You're not looking for other work, are you? Because I, I can't have someone that's not flexible. I'm sorry. Is this lane open? Um, hey. it, it, y- yeah. Do you got groceries? I do. That's I'm just seeing if the put lane them, is open. Put, put them on the the conveyor. It, listen, I I know that the sign says twelve items are. Or fewer, but I've got I've got thirteen. Is that okay? What did you say to me? I've got I've got thirteen items. How do you like getting punched in the head? No. Oh, 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 you can't do that to customers here. You're you're no, no, taking no, no, you no. out of here, manager. <laughs> he was right. It's okay. He's right. I shouldn't abuse the system like this. This isn't the first time I've done it. I do this every week. If you're okay with him punching, sorry, the electronic door just keeps closing on me and opening. If you're okay with him punching you, then I guess you can still have a job here, Nick. 
Mr. Cage, I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. Listen, here's 50 bucks and a a handful of apples. Oh, my God. It's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I carry these around with me everywhere I go. I I work on an apple orchard, you see. So, well, I'm going to go put an item back and then then come back in line and really check out for real. Okay. All right. Thanks. And so the man left and the owner stood there getting his head closed in the door. And Nick stood there with a bushel of apples and $50 in his hand. And it made him think, is there something I was supposed to do with these apples? Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, fuck. All of a sudden, his phone started to ring. Hello, Nicholas Cage's phone that I found. Uh, yeah, just uh, checking in to see where the status is on my Apple order. <gasps> Do I work for Amazon? Oh no, I'm late. I'll be right there. No, please don't go to the animal Amazon office. Please go to my workshop. I need you to come to my workshop with those apples. Nicholas Cage ran out of the grocery store and hopped on his motorcycle, booking it down to the Amazon warehouse on the outskirts of town. He knew he was going to get there on time. He might have been a little late, but he's not going to be that late because he's Nicholas Cage. We cut back to the uh, inventor's house. He's still tinkering away. God, I... I don't have a peeler now. I don't have apples. I don't know if anyone is ever going to come back, but I guess I can hit this small piece of metal with a hammer. Hey, hey, down here. Yes. Yeah. yeah, No, no, no. Not behind the lamp this time. Oh, behind the other lamp this time. Oh, God. Choose a lamp and stick to it. You got too many of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought that they weren't invented yet. Well, I mean, if you quit closing all the blinds and curtains, you wouldn't need so many lamps. Mm -hmm. Listen, I got your peeler done for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Here you go. Yeah. This is perfect. It better be. Yeah. And you got your $45. I got my $45. We're square. We're square. Okay. All right. That's good then. Fine. You know, would you do something wrong? No, no, no. It's cool. I mean, you know, if you want me to leave, that's fine. I can do that, too. It's... All right. I, I just don't got much going on right now. You know, like if you want to stay and see if the apple peeler works. And see well, how I mean, I was just going to look behind the lamp anyway. So, I mean, it'd be nice to be invited. Maybe, you know, have a cup of coffee or something. Knocky, knocky, knocky. Oh, what if I tasked you to open that door? Ah, no, I'm going to go behind the lamp. <laughs> OK, I'll open it then. Yeah. Oh, Hello there. It's me, James Marsden. Yeah, um, I'm not ready yet, so I hope that you are too. I've got all the apples in town. I've got oh. them under control. We need those peelers now. Hey, 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 down here behind the lamp. Yeah, listen, I, I know you need to test this out, but you don't got no apples. So I painted this this baseball red. If you could peel a baseball, you could peel an apple. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll test this out. You got to prove it to him. If it doesn't work, you're dead. And then I'm leaving. Um, and I, I'll never come back. But yeah, it's okay. Just let me talk. To I you. don't want to come back if you're dead in here. That's gross. Sorry. Um, sorry, Mr. Marsden. My lamp was whispering to me. Ugh. Aren't they annoying? You're telling me. <laughs> so. I think my peeler might be a bit ready. Um, and I didn't actually ask if you had any of the apples on you, but I'll test it on this one I have myself. Wow. It's a big, strong apple. Mm-hmm. Shiny, red, Ooh. very rounded. Mm, I like what you've done with it. Is this one of yours? You've grown it. Well... <laughs> Yes, and that would mean that you haven't got all the apples in town, like you said. Well, I'll take that then. Oh. <laughs> now yeah. I have all the apples in town. Oh, uh, can I borrow that? I need to peel it to prove it to you. Let me just take one bite. This apple's gone bad. 
what do we do? He actually took a bite of the apple and he's really, really oh, pissed off. Shit, I, I don't know. I'm just a guy behind the lamp. What help are you? I don't know. Uh, do you got any other fruit you could peel? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> Here you are. Take the apple. I'd love to see you peel it. Oh, the, the bad apple? Yes, you've grown you got quite a, a thick bad apple. <laughs> you got a big chunk out of that thing with that bite. Yeah, and it's uh, the insides are quite dry. Your mouth is bleeding profusely. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, few teeth gone. <laughs> okay, this makes this guy ten times more terrifying. He has no problem with bleeding in his mouth or his teeth going out. Listen, why are you telling me? Just peel the dang apple. Come on. Okay. Um. Yes, uh, so Michael shoved that apple on the invention and he put the little blade up against it and he started cranking the little wheel thingy. He was going around and around and around. The blade was getting closer and closer to the apple. Was it going to peel? Was he going to die today? Was James Marsden going to finally put him out of his misery? Uh, uh, sorry, it's just a little bit rough. This apple, it's come on. Cranking it harder and harder. The blade bit into the side of that baseball that was colored like an apple and it slowly slowly dug into the baseball's flesh and it peeled away the baseball skin it was working it was working i think i got it i think i got your 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 baseball peeled i mean what did you say uh, lamp what did he say oh he blew it he said baseball i knew it Remember when I forgot to tell you, but then ran back to tell you that if you didn't have the peelers ready, you would die. But if it could peel a baseball, it could surely peel an apple. Are there any TV shows you're looking forward to? <laughs> I was looking forward to uh, uh, Last One Laughing Canada on Amazon Prime. Well, you better pray that there's an afterlife so you can watch it because I'll be watching it and laughing out loud every episode. Oh, no, I really don't want to miss that and not know who wins it. All of a sudden, Nicolas Cage on his motorcycle came crashing through the window. Yabba dabba doo! <laughs> Nicolas Cage! Saying his classic catchphrase that he says in every one of his movies. Hey, I just went down to the uh, Amazon warehouse and they said, hey, we're the unemployment office. <laughs> and they said that they they had to send me back here. So I'm here for a job. Nick, I have a perfect job for you. Remember uh, when you said you wanted to be a bounty hunter? Yeah. Well, I'll give you cash. I'll do it. Kill this man right now. All right. <laughs> Ow! Ow, what the fuck? Ow! Oh, gee, right in the stomach. What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. You're gonna die, okay? That's what you're gonna do right now. Lamp, help me. Yeah, Ow, you no, lamp. Boss. Ow! Stop stabbing me with... Oh! Ah! 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 Is there any shows that you're looking forward to seeing that you're going to miss? Yeah, probably. I No, uh, not you. Oh, <laughs> He's dying. Oh, right, right. I was looking forward to the next Kim's convenience season. Oh, should we tell him? Yeah, no, just <laughs> it's better if he has that. It's better if he... <sighs> oh my god, I took a life. Thank you, Nicholas Cage. And promise me that if it, he does become a ghost, you'll kill that too. Well, that sounds like it'd be worth some money. Uh I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think we all learned a lot today. <laughs> I think and I so. was wondering if one of the things that I learned was that I could sleep here tonight. Uh, I hey, mean, hey, why not? Wait, is that a bag of apples in your hand? Oh shit! Yeah, did you want these? Yeah. 
I guess you could say everything worked out for the best. Let's get to peeling, boys. <laughs> We're having an apple party tonight. And oh, so the right. boys all started peeling the apples. They sliced them and diced them and made a bunch of pies and apple sauces. And they had a good old fall fest in that apartment while James Marston bled out in the living room. Spooked. <laughs> Spooked. That was a scary story. Wow. That was scary. I didn't mm. like it because it was like <laughs> scary. <laughs> Just like real life, there was still no proof to ghosts being real, but <laughs> well, I think like we don't know like who inhabited this lamp. Mm -hmm. We don't know who James Marsden would become. It's true. Right mm -hmm. in the afterlife. Was it this did feel very much like I had like a no country for old men vibe in my head. Yeah. Was this before Ghost Rider? Um <laughs> you were the narrator. I'm asking you. <laughs> Yeah, there was very little technology in there. Like, we don't know what era this is in. Yeah, they didn't even have Apple peelers yet. But yeah. they did have Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That, huh. that existed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this is an alternate reality, is yeah, what we yeah. saw. Yeah. 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 This would never happen in real life. Mm. Yeah. It, uh, perfect. It, it was a perfect story. <laughs> it was sure. perfect. Yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Damien, please don't ask Adam for notes at this point. <laughs> All right, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, Adam, let's do some plugs. Where can everyone follow you? Uh, I mean, you can follow me, uh, I guess, on social media. I don't do much, but uh, you can definitely follow me at the Adam Colley on Instagram, but at the Backline Podcast if you are interested mm -hmm. in... Um, uh improv because that's uh that's what we do there <laughs> amazing and we'll be tweeting all of that out at spooked podcast mm -hmm. as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com to see a full profile on adam with direct links to those episodes and his social medias and check out the sonar network shop to uh get some uh special uh merch that's right i believe in ghosts i don't believe in ghosts choose your side <laughs> buy them both you know if you change your mind every day or you know if you want to wear them at the same time and we have the date, Toronto Comic-Con, March 20th at noon. Yeah. We will be there. Yeah. Come on down. Say hi. Very exciting. Yeah, doing the pod. Why not? Forcing you to have our autograph. <laughs> That's right. We're going to force you. If you come in, you have to take an autograph. Yeah. We'll pay you. Goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the only rule. It's the only rule. <laughs> We'll sign whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you, Adam, so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. That was very fun. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.